Hi, I'm Louise Ma. Welcome to Treasure Trove. It's a funny little thing. It documents a really strange provisional space. It is a kind of monument to excess. Stories from our galleries and archives. It's just an unbelievably tragic story. It's really timeless. This is Pearl Elizabeth Corkill, who was a nurse, her World War I service record, and it sets out the basic details of her service. So her military unit, where she served, periods of leave, promotions and medals awarded as well. Wendy Launder is an Education Project Officer at the National Archives of Australia, which holds nearly 400,000 service records from the First World War. Pearl Corkhill was a 28-year-old nurse from Tilba Tilba in New South Wales when she enlisted in June 1915. She was one of eight Australian World War I Army nurses to be awarded the Military Medal for her courage and devotion to sick and wounded soldiers. We also have a physical description of Pearl in her record. So it says that she was 5 foot 8, her complexion was fair, she had grey eyes and brown hair and she was affiliated with the Church of England. Tell us a bit more about how this war record is set out. I think something that's really interesting is that nurses filled out the same paperwork as servicemen. So it says things like, I have taken care that he understands each question and that his answer to each question has been duly entered as replied to by him. Here it says, and I further agree to a lot not less than two or three-fifths of the pay payable to me from time to time during my service for the support of my wife and children. I just think it's a sign of the time and obviously also Pearl was unmarried as you had to be um, in order to enlist and serve. Despite their training, officer status and bravery, the nurses received only half of their male equivalent's pay, and if they married, they were sent home. So we know there are around 3,000 nurses who served, 2,000 with the Australian Army Nursing Service and then others with organisations such as the Red Cross. They did work in quite difficult and dangerous conditions. You know, there was a shortage of medical supplies and also just the sheer number of patients that they were attending to. Um, and I'm sure it must have been a comfort for them to have these Australian nurses attending to them. Among the 40 pages in Pearl Corkill's file is a brownish form divided into columns with brief handwritten entries. This is Pearl's casualty form. This explains where she served and her periods of leave as well. Um, we can see a, a few tattered edges and the old handwriting here. So we can see that she served at the Chubra Military Infectious Diseases Hospital in Cairo, Egypt, tending to the troops from the Gallipoli campaign. So she did that for about five months from August 1915. And we can also see that she served near Abbeville in France. She was posted to the 38th CCS, which stands for Casualty Clearing Station. So what does that mean? That's basically one of the earliest evacuation points for wounded soldiers. So they were very close to the front line. Pearl was on duty there one night in July of 1918, and it actually came under enemy fire. What we can see here 
is that Pearl was actually awarded the Military Medal for Distinguished Service in the Field, and the London Gazette reported, For courage and devotion on the occasion of an enemy air raid, she continued to attend to the wounded without any regard to her own safety, though enemy aircraft were overhead. Her example was one of the greatest value in allaying the alarm of the patients. And that little excerpt from the newspaper has just been stuck onto this file here. That's right. And I think what else is is really interesting is that the Australian War Memorial then holds some of Pearl's personal collection of her letters that she sent home. If we look at our record from the archives, which is quite objective and factual, that tells us that she won the military medal and the extract from the Gazette. But then we can see that in a letter to her mother, her reaction to the award of the military medal, which says, I can't see what I've done to deserve it. And she was a little worried about the cost of a new uniform for the medal presentation. I suppose I should not grumble. I'm still wearing the one I left Australia in and it is about worn out now. Purple stamps on her file also indicate that Sister Corkill was awarded the 1914-1915 star, the British War Medal and the Victory Medal. She returned to Australia in March 1919, resumed nursing on the New South Wales south coast and died in 1986 at the age of 98, having never married. The Anzac tradition is such a huge part of Australian culture and our nation and anyone I talk to about my job here at the archives, when I tell them I'm working on discovering Anzacs, this World War I project, almost everybody has some sort of story or connection. Um, and I think it's really important that people are aware that we have nearly 400,000 of these records and they're freely available to view um, on our Discovering Anzacs website. The records are so clinical in a way, aren't they? They're just bits of paper with writing, with official stamps. They don't tell us really about the emotion, the fear, the courage that was so much part of the lives of the people whose services recorded. So they weren't meant to be a day-to-day account of a person's service, but they are a great starting point for research because they really do give you that story from enlistment until discharge of where they serve, periods of hospitalisation, promotions, medals won, that type of thing. If you start with that and then you really supplement your research with photographs, letters, memorabilia, that really helps to bring a person's service to life. Thanks for listening to this podcast from ABC Radio Canberra. To subscribe to this or any of our podcasts, go to abc.net.au slash Canberra or find them on the ABC Radio app.